Howdy. Welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show, where we're obsessed by talking about making dough in the restaurant business. Uh, what is a restaurant business? Filled with people, right? We got customers, we got staff, all the fun things. Now, I get called in many times. I hear friction. I hear conflict. And that is detrimental to your company culture. So I am very much against um, bearing things. If as soon as there is a little bit of a friction, I hear a little bit of a hint of a disrespect among our management team, I am there because we do not want these things to fester. So today I'm going to share with you three things that I do whenever we have conflict among our management team. First thing to say, it is very normal. And I, in fact, that's how I start my meeting. I tell people it's very normal to have conflict. People don't get along with their own parents. They don't get along with their own siblings and they have the same genes for goodness sake. You are in a workplace. People have different views of doing things. We have to bring them together to realize this. And we are here because we are committed to our team. We're committed to our guests. We want to see the team succeed. We want the company to succeed. We're on the same page. So let's get that out of the way. We're not enemies. We're working together. And it is very normal to have a little bit of a conflict. Now, before I get into the conflict with the, with our managers, this one to say what's going on, that one's to say what's going on. We start with a chart that we have. We call that an accountability chart. We have, I think, six blocks and categories of things. It's very easy for you to create. And that is to be like section that's associated with labor, the schedule, the labor, you know, then there's an onboarding, HR stuff a little bit. We do our managers need to do that. We simply supervise it. Then there's a food cost inventory controlling cogs. That's a block of tasks, uh, customer service, making sure the team is providing Texas hospitality around here. And if any customer concern is brought up, who is accountable to, to make sure that's taken care of. Um, there are two other parts I can't think of it, but there are six blocks. You can do this ultimately who is accountable for what, and we want to make sure there is minimal as though no overlap. So if I have two managers at a location, I want to make sure it's very clear. You're in charge of labor. You're in charge of cogs. You're in charge because when there is overlap, that leads to kind of you said, he said, she said, you know what? If you're in charge of labor, you need to review the schedule. You approve off requests, correct? And you need to cover if your schedule wasn't appropriate for whatever reason that comes up, you need to come and cover because you are accountable for that aspect of the business. The more clarity you have, you're going to see that there will be better communication and understanding. Some of this confusion comes because there's no clarity as to who is solely in charge of what. Now, everybody's responsible for different things, but always one person is accountable for an aspect or block within the business, if that makes sense. So we fill out an accountability chart among the managers within that team, within that location. And sometimes we switch like, okay, you know what? For the next 30 days, Susan, you're going to be in charge of this, this, this kind of more accountable. You're going to be the leader of that. And John, you're going to be the leader of these things. And you know, within 30 days, we're going to switch. Yeah, we can do that. Switch roles every 30 days, every 90 days, whatever you see fit. But during those 90 days, I have one person accountable. Next is that we need to have rhythms when it comes to communication. There needs to be systems for communication. One is our logbook. Again, I say that all the time you hear it. We have a scheduling platform. It has a logbook feature. We use it for communication. The more communication, the better. In fact, we have 
one of our core values is over communication is the first one and the last one because it has to be twice in our core values and our mantras because it's that important the more communication more clarity and less friction among your team so obviously the logbook is a communication tool then we want to make sure the team is properly passing the shift one to the other. So if I'm the morning manager, you're the evening manager, I ask them, walk me through what's your routine. When you arrive for the afternoon shift, do you walk through the building? Do you all fill out a form just to make sure, hey, what got done? What didn't get done? What's the rest of the shift looks like? Do we have an event tonight? Who's coming in? Who went, you know, if there was any issues from last night or this morning, they need to have a 15 minute productive conversation, not talking about the football score, but rather a productive conversation reviewing how the day went in the morning and what needs to happen in the evening. So they have a little bit of a check-in. I usually, when I do it with the team, I walk physically, let's open the fridges, let's open this, let's open that. Is a food truck coming? Is it tomorrow? What do you need from me? Just again, they need to talk, productive, effective, 15-minute conversation, passing the shift. The next phase when it comes to communication that I have found that cannot be replaced and it has got to stay, and that is to have a local, you know, local because for multiple restaurants, but it doesn't matter. Uh, having a uh, war meeting at each location of our restaurants. War meeting stands for weekly action review. We did not make that up. This is from Rockefeller Habits. This is some management books out there. And that is the team needs that we have a form for that. You can create your own. This is nothing new. You already know your numbers. So we want our management team to see what our numbers were. What was labor at? What was food cost at? You know, what was some of the guest feedback? What are the reviews that we got? The good, the bad, the ugly? What are they working on? Is there an event coming up next week? And then talk about the people. Hey, what are the offer requests coming up? You know, talk to them about Sally. You know, are you training them with that? If there's any friction and issues, what's going on? You know what? I also have the same issues with Sally. Who works with Sally next? Oh, I do. Great. Hey, Angam, can you talk to Sally about this? So this war meeting on a weekly basis going in as an weekly action review. You look at the last week and look at next week and coming up with a game plan, communication, nothing replaces it. It's just really good for people to know where we are at. You know, how did we do last week and how are we going to do better next week? If you don't reflect, honestly, you can't, you're not measuring, you're not babysitting numbers. Numbers need to be babysat. Your labor, your food cost on a weekly basis, or it gets out of hand. And we spend too much money on those things for, for them just to wander around in the playground, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, it's very important to always remind your team to never, ever, there's no reason for them to get disrespectful. There better be no hint of that. If a team member speaks poorly about a manager, I want to make sure my other manager, whether they agree or they don't agree, you got to have your other fellow managers back with the team member. You tell them to knock it off. That is not acceptable. You being disrespectful about another manager in this company. And then when you handle that conversation privately, you can have conversations. Hey, I want to tell you, Susan was saying those things about you. I got your back. I said that that's not right. And they need to listen to you no matter what. I'm just bringing it up to you for you to figure out why do you think people are thinking this way? And what are you going to do to do things differently? Is there any support you need from me? Because we really need to work with people to move this ship forward. Last but not least, make sure people get along. My objective always is when I tell our children is to get along, getting along doesn't mean, you know what, we're going to barbecue every week and we're going to go out for coffee or for a drink. That's not what that means when in the adult world or, or even the children that you're going to like everything about that person. You need to get along. You need to be able to 
Put your differences aside, whatever your views are on different things and know why you're here. We are here to serve guests. Don't get that confused. We have bosses. We have work to do. People are hungry. They're coming to us. We have good food and we are about that. And when you focus on serving, you really can't be frustrated. You need to make sure you get along with the team and bring them to focus on our guests instead of focusing on self. It's a very selfish approach. You told me, no, we all need to be focused on our guests. Now let's get back to work and make some dough. All right. Thank you for tuning in until next week. We got work to do and make some dough. Okay. Bye-bye.